Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to Ball Hard. I am Manny, and I'm with my main man, D.O. Aw, oh, yeah. Deal. The best part about this week is we don't even have to bring up the Steelers because they're not playing, and I really don't want to talk to them because I'm upset and emotional about them. They lost me a lot of money last week. Hey, man, I'm looking forward to the future. I'm talking about how we made a trade. Got to love a midseason trade. Levi Brown coming in, new left uh, tackle. You know, that's going to protect my boy Ben. I think that could really change our season around. I'm looking up. You know, we got the Jets next week. We're going to take down the Ravens. Then we get the Raiders. Hey, could be three and four. And, and I like the momentum there. I remember what Washington did last year. They rode a streak, went into the playoffs. Could also be 0-7. Uh, yeah, very likely. Very likely. Last week, um, you had a winning week, mm. and I did not. On your picks, you went three and two. Yeah, and I went two and three. Is my first losing week of the year. Just so you guys know, I added up my picks, and right now I'm thirteen for twenty-two, mm-hmm. which makes me fifty-nine percent. Now let's put that into perspective. 60% is what most professional bettors, and that's something that we're not. <laughs> we ah. do it more for fun than anything, but professional bettors... Speak for yourself. ...clip is a very successful professional better. You can make a living off of 60%. You can eat off of 60%. If you hit 70%, you are winning $100,000 contests in Las Vegas. And that's something that uh, ESPN's Colin Cowherd did last year. It's hit a 70% clip, and that's kind of unprecedented. So just so you guys know, going 3 of 5 is actually a very, very tough thing to do. And uh, that being said, I'm trying to go 100%, man. I think the hardest thing about the picks is there's always something that messes you up. Some crazy things go on in the National Football League that are hard to predict. And that's what makes it difficult with the spreads. I mean, you take a look at that Seattle and Houston game. Yeah, I won the bet, but at the same time, I had Houston riding on it, and Houston was up 20-3, and then they let them back in the game. I mean, a lot Shop's taking a beating in the press, but there's a lot of plays that other players didn't make in that game to secure it. And that just shows you how just little things throughout the duration of the game can really affect things in crunch time. Yeah, it's true. And, uh, you know, last week was a little bit crazy. Once again, Sam Bradford proved that he is really not the guy. I like how you got behind that early, um, too, man. A lot of people really, you know, buying that stock or selling that stock, I really should say, on Sam. But you don't want to call it. That's like your claim to fame right now, man. Might as well yeah, ride man. that out. Well, that's not my only claim to fame. My other claim to fame is since the season preview, I was – down on the Steelers, which has come to fruition, and yep. I was high on the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans, yeah, yeah, your squad. I knew that one was coming. Yeah, man. I was also down on the Green Bay Packers, but yeah. uh, we'll get into that in a little bit because that, that game's going to be on my radar. Um, I got an interesting take week? on that. Yeah. What do you think about the um, – I think E.J. Manuel's a homer, bro. <laughs> yeah. I think Buffalo's like one of them home teams that, you know, everything's a heart attack, but I think – I think they're the kind of squad that pulls out doves at home, but home only kind of thing. I took Baltimore last week, but like I said, I wouldn't be mad if the Bills won, you know, and I'm happy that they did pull it out. And, hey, if he's a homer, that's cool because they're going to really get behind this kid, especially if they can beat the Browns. Uh, They got a little roll going on. 
And, and you never know how it can work out towards the middle of the season. Because if you are put yourself in a good position, you might be able to sneak in the playoffs. I know it's real early and Buffalo's had those disappointments where you start out good and then you just collapse. But EJ's shown a little bit of poise in the pocket. You know who is a hero? Billy Hope in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, yeah. Billy Hope. This guy is... I hope you mean Brian Hope. I'm calling him Billy Hope from White Man Can't Jump because White Man Can't Throw. Ooh, I like it. He is Billy Hope to me, and he always will be Billy Hope. And, uh, yeah, man, this guy's really just come out. And, you know, a lot of guys were high on this guy um, as a backup, but... I didn't really know too much about him, man. And uh, I just yeah. stuck behind because the Cleveland's defense has been solid. There's something to be said when you're a backup quarterback under a professional like Tom Brady that you can sit back and watch and, and learn. And for an NFL quarterback, there's so few positions in the league that, you know, he was an elite player at a college level. And so now he's in a good situation where there was only an upside. Um and he's taking advantage of it. So we're going to see how it goes down tonight with Buffalo and Cleveland. That's suddenly turned into a watchable game. I'm out here in ATL, but I'm going to throw that game on the TV. I'm going to get a little action with it. Because the thing I'm disappointed is at this hip-hop conference I'm at, I haven't talked to too many people who know football. Yeah, They're wearing the hats, man. They don't know anything about the teams or the players. And yeah. So I'm hoping today. I can see some people who like football. I, I'm going to throw on a Steelers jersey or something, man, so I could get into it with some people. But hopefully I'll be able to talk some football. So you're an ATL, man. Talk to any of the uh, any Hawks fans at all to find out what the hell happened on uh, on Sunday night last week? Yeah, exactly. I, I haven't heard from yet. I, I'm going to get the inside scoop from some people. I know a lot of people are down on the squad. A lot of people are down on Matt Ryan right now. And it's amazing how people can turn so quick on a player and on a team. You know, I was hearing about uh, Mike Smith's job safety. I was like, what, what are you talking about, man? He's the winningest coach in Falcons history. Yeah. He has never had a losing season. Yeah. You know, they've been knocking on the door to the Super Bowl. Sure, they didn't get it. But there's only one team that wins the Super Bowl. I, I come from a, a thinking that, it's just good to put your team in a position where they can be competitive, where there's hope, where they can win. And that's what he's done a good job of because not every team's going to win the Super Bowl. No, that's true. But not every team's all either going to be 3-1 and one leader of their division. And my Detroit Lions took mm. business, divisional business against the Bears last week, man. Balling hard. Balling hard. That, that was another thing, like I was saying about Buffalo. I, I took in the um, – the Ravens, but I wasn't mad that the Bills pulled it out, and I wasn't mad that the Lions pulled it out. The Lions looking dangerous, you know. They left. That's a team. That they're like the New York Giants for you. You know, I was betting heavy on them last year. They were letting me down. Yeah. So that's why I, I, it's hard for me to buy that stock. They're another team, man. They might be six and two in a few weeks, but can they pull off that strong end to the year, or is that discipline problem going to come back to bite them? Schwartz going to be tough on the team and, and have them all focused in. Um, but you know what you got to be happy about, man, is how Stafford has been healthy. You know what? Um, I saw a stat this week, man, and Stafford has the quickest release in the NFL over Peyton Manning, over Drew Brees, over Tom Brady. 
Right now, Matt Stafford has the quickest time between snap and release hmm. uh, in the NFL. That's a good stat. I like he that. He's the least sacked quarterback. Least sacked quarterback in the NFL. Hmm. And Another thing about Detroit, I'll give you a nice little stat here where Detroit leads the NFL in a category that's very, very critical to winning, and it's defensively. They are the number one team on third down conversions. And I think Chicago was like one for nine on third down conversions or something like that last week. So it just boosted them up even that much higher. Yeah, third down conversion is such an important statistic in football. You, you, you got to be able to convert. All right, man, so let's get into it for this week. How you feeling about your picks right now? Uh, I'm pretty solid, man. I've been doing research all week, and it's been, uh, you know, when stuff jumps off, off the board, mm-hmm. that was not happening uh, this week, man. And uh, I really had to put in some some work to, to find an edge here. And uh, I call it an edge because I think it is, but really – you're finding a lot of those spreads this week, man, where they're right around a touchdown mm-hmm. or there's basically no spread at yeah. all in the game. So it's, uh, it's a tough week because you're basically picking winners. Um, and, you know, the dogs don't feel like uh, real dogs. Yeah, I feel like even if the spread is a touchdown, you're basically picking who's going to win the game. Yeah, for sure. So in saying that, uh, we're going to be posting this. This is going to get close, so uh, I'm going to post this on the website as well on our Facebook page. But my first pick of my Fab Five picks is the Cleveland Browns minus three and a half. I'm going with Billy Hope. Yeah, yeah. So you like them to take down Buffalo because it's not in Buffalo, right, going with that home field advantage. Well, there's a few things that come into play here. One is that because I don't think I think Buffalo's a more of a home team winner. Mm-hmm. Um, EJ Manuel, rookie quarterback at home, is better. Um, I really like Cleveland's defense over Buffalo's offense and defense. Um, Billy Ho, whatever, he's been all right. He's been good. Uh, they get Josh Morgan back um, after his two-game suspension, and on Thursday nights because it's a short preparation. Um, the home team has a distinct advantage. Um, even though Buffalo is not going too far to Cleveland, Cleveland still has a huge advantage. And minus 3.5, 3.5 points is not a lot to lay here, man. I forgot how ugly this game is going to be, too. It's going to be nasty. The, these Thursday night games, they kind of suck half the time, right? So, uh, you know, yep. but it's a decent pick. I, like I said, I'll be watching the game anyways. I'll be doing it up tonight. Um, yep. My first pick. I'm going to go with the New York football Giants. We had our boy Brooke Day on last week. That's his squad. I think they're going to get their first win this week against Philadelphia. Wow. What's the spread there, man? One and a half. They're, they're favored by one and a half? I think it's plus points for them. So, um, no, yeah, they're favored by one and a half. It's in New York. Wow. wow. Hey, they got to pull it out. Hey, Philly hasn't shown me too much. You know, no. Chip Kelly's all talk. Mm-hmm. They won that first game. Philly's been sliding just as much. I just feel that, you know, at some point the Giants got to be able to pull this off. So I'm, I'm riding with them. I just look at who the Giants have played compared to who Philly has played, man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Philly played that Denver game, which they got blown out. They beat Washington, which is not that bad of a squad, but I think they got RG3 in his first game back, and now he's 
RG0 um, back then, and I think he's kind of rounding into form now. Um, but I like that. Yeah, that, that's a tough game, man. I got to applaud you for even going there. Um, and I'm going with the city that you're in right now. Oh, okay. I am going with the Atlanta Falcons once again. Once again, and this time I'm laying nine and a half points. I'm taking the Atlanta Falcons over Geno Smith and the New York Jets, and I think Mike Smith is going to come out. Julio Jones is going to have a humongous game, and uh, so is Jack Wiz Rogers, man. I'm taking ATL minus nine and a half. I feel you there. The Jets haven't shown you any reason why you, you could take them. Sure, they, they might have a couple W's, but... There's a lot of weapons in ATL, and ATL is hungry right now. They don't want to lose this game, so they're going into a full preparation on Monday night. I like that one. I think you're going to like my pick, though. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Detroit Lions. I like it. I like it. I like Detroit. I like them to blow up Green Bay. Sure, Green yep. Bay's playing at home, but they got that shaky defense, and I think Detroit could really put up some numbers this weekend. This is a really important game for the Lions just to, to show people that they are for real. So let's see if they can come out and win it. What do you think about the D this weekend? Are you feeling pretty confident? Um, they're actually one of my picks too, man. That's my third pick going into this week. And uh, Detroit is getting seven and a half points, which is way too high. You mm-hmm. know, if it was a field goal where it should be. Yeah. Detroit's in the lead of the division here, not Green Bay. Tables are turned over here, man. In Detroit, yeah, they're stronger at home, but they, they got her out of victory. Uh, Washington, which is not an easy place to play. Um, and Lambeau's not cold yet. It, right. You know, it's still like summer up here. So it's it, there's no difference in weather. It's going to be no weather coming into it. It's just about Lambeau Field. Calvin Johnson doesn't got to play Charles Tillman. He's going to have a good game. Ray J. Bush. Yo. Bush is going to tear up this bad Green Bay defense. And yeah. with this release, their only positive for that Green Bay defense was Clay Matthews. Mm-hmm. And the anchor to that secondary used to be Charles Woodson. And now he's the only guy on the Oakland defense, it looks like. But Green Bay uh, can't protect the quarterback, which is the same problem that Eli Manning's ha- having in, uh, in New York. And Detroit's got one of the best defensive lines in the league. So I just think even if Green Bay squeaks this out somehow, some way, um, they're not going to blow out Detroit. So I like that, and that's my third pick. Gotcha. I feel you. Um, you got one more pick to make here before we go to uh, stinky things. Yeah. I'm going to go with um, – this is a tricky one, but I, I think Dallas right now. Mm-hmm. Might be able to surprise some people and take out Denver. Playing at home. Five and a half points there, right? Yeah, uh, seven. Plus seven. Okay. This is my Super Bowl matchup that I predicted back in our preview podcast. Yep. And, yeah, Denver's playing at a a great tear. But at some point, you got to deflate a little. And I think Dallas might be able to sneak out that victory this weekend. Um. And or at least keep it close within there, within the spread. Well, I like that, and that's the and that's the key to it, right? Is a lot of these times these big favorites have just been covering these mm. big spreads, Ben, and it's just you know Denver. Everybody's looking at them as unstoppable. I bring it back to that stat: 
blindly betting the dog in Dallas Cowboy games wins 75, or sorry, I think it's 70% of the time. Hmm. Blindly betting the dog. Look at last week's San Diego Chargers won. That was the dog. You had the dog in the time that Dallas played KC. Even though it was only a two and a half point spread, Dallas covered that spread and still lost. Yep. So betting Dallas plus seven and a half points this week, um, I think is a great value. And yeah, they, they got to come down at some point. I think Dallas at least has the offense to hang in there with the, if this thing turns into a shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're going to go to stinky things. And this game is so bad that they moved it to midnight Eastern time. They're like, we don't even oh, want yeah. this thing. So we're going to make it so late that it becomes unrealistic for anybody that has to go to work tomorrow. Um, Completely San unrealistic. Diego, yeah, San Diego's at Oakland, man. Divisional game that used to be something people watched, and now it's going to be something people just look at the score the next day and only if they had money on it. Otherwise, I don't think people care. Um, but I'm going to take the guy I shitted on uh, in the season preview, Philip Rivers, it looks like he's – I looked. I actually watched the replay of the game yesterday against Dallas. And Antonio Gates looks great. And <laughs> this one guy is the hero that he needed to replace Darren Sproles, Danny Woodhead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This guy's doing everything. <laughs> everything. And he is a hero. You know they love him in Boston, man. Oh, yeah. But uh, Phillip Rivers is loving him as his kind of – Safety net is checked down that, you know, turns a check down to touchdown, no problem. That's Danny Woodhead, and uh, he's doing everything, man. Mm-hmm. So what smells in ATL right now? Yeah, come on, man. I thought you were going to go with this one. Jacksonville Jaguars. St. <laughs> Louis Rams. Yep. I'm taking Jacksonville. I like it. Again, it's all about them points. Sometimes I like having them points on my side, so even... If it's looking ugly for Jacksonville, I think they might keep it at least a little bit entertaining. I don't necessarily see this one as a high-scoring game. And for that 11.5 points, you really you need that to be a high-scoring game. You need to be scoring in the 20s. Uh, I mean, well, I don't know if Jacksonville is going to put up even a touchdown. But <laughs> Jacksonville, at some point, they are an NFL team, and they're going to play a little bit like one. So I'm going with the Jags. You would hope so. I think, what are they averaging, like uh, four points a game or something like that? Yeah. It's, it's ugly, man. It's it's real ugly, but like I said, they, they got to do something at some point. St. Louis, they've been disappointed at the gates. I thought they were going to be an eye, but um, yeah, it's a lot of points for St. Louis. Yeah, this is, you know, I like it because you're betting against Sam Bradford. Yeah, exactly. Even. So... Even though Blaine Gabbert is, I don't even know what he is, man. He's, he's, he must be, on any fantasy team, I bet you this guy is like uh, negative points. I don't see how this guy has any points whatsoever. It's, it's unbelievable, man. Yeah. Uh, um, so now we're in the lock of the week. And this is a pick I really like. And this is not a lock. This is a locker. Mm. Because we're dedicating this lock, this pick, to Jake Locker. He's injured. Now, in the NBA, we see this all the time. You see a game where, you know what I mean, you'll have the Golden State Warriors and all of a sudden Stephen Curry gets injured. Mm -hmm. The game right after, everybody, all of a sudden you see Jarrett Jack go off for 28 points and uh, 
You know what I mean? Clay Matthews drops 34, and everybody rallies because of that injured player out. Everybody else steps their game up and starts the ball hard the next game. Now, in the NFL, last week you had kind of that thing happen with Josh Freeman. Mm -hmm. However, Josh Freeman didn't get injured. Josh Freeman was part of some scandal that we can't even get into this too much. But he was benched. Yeah. So, it's different because that causes dissension. Jake Locker was injured in Tennessee. Jake Locker um, only had 149 yards passing last week. And Tennessee <laughs> still blew out the New York Jets. Ryan Fitzpatrick, as much as Buffalo fans might not like him, he's a cowboy that takes chances. But Tennessee has gotten to their start because of their defense. So I don't understand why they're a dog at home to Kansas City. I understand where Kansas City is coming from. They're not great. They're very conservative. I think it's going to be a low-scoring, ugly, ugly game. And I will take Tennessee in a dogfight as my lock of the week, my locker of the week. I was having difficulty finding a lock in here. I was looking at New England and Cincy. Kind of feeling New England. I was looking at Carolina and Zona. Kind of feeling Zona, but it's still a little shaky. Mm -hmm. But I, I say, why don't we make things interesting? I'm going to go with KC. Oh. I'm going to go with the undefeated team that's like been it. doing it up lately. I'm going to go with yeah. a team that's playing against another that lacks their starting quarterback and is starting Ryan, get the hell out of Buffalo, Fitzpatrick. Watching Buffalo games, I saw Ryan Fitzpatrick make a lot of mistakes, man. I mean, Houston's talking about getting rid of Schaub. Hey, you could have a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick who throws a lot of interceptions, um, gets knocked around. I mean, the boy's been taking a lot of concussions uh, over his career. And who else? They got Rusty Smith. That guy weighs like a buck seventy, soaking wet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I never understood how that guy's a quarterback. Like what they see, maybe he's got a big arm. I don't know. But uh, I like KC, man. KC's looking real solid right now. Um, and I think they've played some tough teams. Tennessee's not an easy team. It's going to be a tough game. But that's my lock of the week. You know what I like about this, D, is so far this season on this podcast, we've gone against each other twice. Mm -hmm. Last week, and then I believe it was the week before. And where you had Minnesota, I took Cleveland. Yeah, and, yeah. And last week I had uh, I had Buffalo. You had Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And right now our head to head record is I got two to nothing. Yeah. So this is our third time we're going head to head. We're gonna see if we're gonna come closer to uh, to even, or if you just should just stop betting against me, bro. Yeah, exactly. I, I like that competition, Mike. Yeah, I think we got to. Throw something on it, man. I think we got these head-to-head -head bets. We got to throw something on it. and uh, But I'm already up, so, you know, I don't know what you want to do. I think we're going to have to come up with something. Okay, okay. something, yeah. Uh, Maybe take dinner at uh, a place of the uh, the winner's choice or something okay. like that. I like it. I'm getting a little interesting. We'll get a little creative with it. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure out something by the next podcast, man. For sure, for sure. We'll keep people uh, updated, you know, via the Facebook page. I like getting a lot of feedback right now i've been hearing people in the streets come out to me talking to me about the podcast so it's always yep. good to see man no that's good man and uh try to follow us on twitter yeah i am do and you can follow me at manny at manny ball hard 
So follow us. You'll see some stuff on Sunday if we're not too upset to, to tweet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you'll get the updated episodes there. And uh, enjoy ATL, man. Enjoy Gladys Knight's chicken and waffles. Enjoy. It's around the block. Time. That's the good thing about this hotel. That, that spot's just around the block. So I, I'm about to go get that on tonight. Very nice, very nice, and uh, enjoy the uh, many establishments ATL is popular for. That's right. You know, uh, they've got very nice um, coffee houses. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Gentlemen like going to a coffee house. Sure. Good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, I'm going to go get the party started right now. Yep. All right, let's ball hard. Peace.